Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? It's MC One Love, and right now you are listening to Where Happiness Is Love. That's right, y'all. The One Love Mike Podcast bring you some of the best interviews on this side of the coast. Let's get it in, y'all. Let's go. Let's talk. What's up? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? One Love Mike. Entertainment where happiness is love podcast. We live right now, live via Facebook, my page, and on Twitch. I got a good one for y'all today. I got a real special go uh guest that I'm bringing in. This guest has been around me for 47 years of my life, know me really well. Uh, probably know me a little bit better than nah, I ain't gonna say my wife. My wife knows me better than, than he does, but uh. He's been around me for 47 years. I'm bringing him on because he got a story to tell. And the story that he's going to tell is probably going to help a whole lot of folks out there that's probably going through the same thing. He's going to share how he was able to get through these things in these trying times. And that person that I'm bringing on is my big brother, Thomas Joseph Webb. What's going on, sir? Hey, what's happening, big brother? How you doing, boy? I'm all right. It's Friday, boy. Friday, man. Yeah, Friday, man. Uh, How you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I look like I'm looking at myself right now. <laughs> I, I see, yeah, I see that. <laughs> so, man, look, man, talk to the people, man. Tell the people, uh, give the little people a bit of background about you, man. Well, I'm Thomas Joseph Webb. I'm the eldest of Thomas, Bobby, and Cynthia. Uh, children uh, just celebrated my 50th birthday on the November November 14th. Um, I am the father of many, <laughs> many, many kids. Um, my my three are um, Kevin, Siobhan, and uh, Shayla. And then the list just goes on from there with my godchildren and things like that. Uh, among that, I have many grandchildren that I often bring up um, on my Facebook page to talk about. Um, I'm a member of Rock of Ages Baptist Church. I am a choir member, choir boy. I also one of the uh, directors for the music ministry. I work for the uh, San Bertes Con uh, Condo Association. Sean, you're familiar with them. Very familiar. Uh, <laughs> on, on the maintenance team. Uh, hey, drag racing, dancing, family, music. We all in it, tied in together, man. Definitely. We definitely. all tied into together. Yeah, well, like I say, you're my oldest brother, so it's four of us. Uh, he had to come first, and I came, of course, after he did. And then we have a younger sister, and then the baby brother. The older, right. older I get, you know, more and more we they, they we look alike. You know, we do right. race events. Joe is a big is is if I don't have fear with me, then I got Joe with me. Joe or my father with me. But every time we do stuff, they be like. Joe sang the national anthem for any racing events we do, and they'd be like, "Man, you sounded so good on them on on the mic, man, singing the national anthem." I'd be like, "That was Joe. That wasn't me." <laughs> and walk up to Joe and be like, "Man, you did a good job on the mic, man, announcing the race." <laughs> What'd you tell him, Joe? That that wasn't me. That was Sean. Right. <laughs> so, I guess the older older we get, the more and more we look alike, man. So right, then this right here. Yeah, this here, man, you know, I don't know, man. It's, I guess you call it good living and, you know, like you say, you just made 50 and it's, that's right a blessing. 
in this day and age, man, especially with everything that's going on. Granted, yeah. we can celebrate it the way we wanted to, you know, but we right. got, we, you know, we got 2021 coming up, man. Hey, we, we got plenty of time to make that up and, and we'll make it up whenever. Right. No doubt. Definitely going no doubt. So what was your childhood like growing up, man? Being the oldest, a four seven. Being the oldest. Childhood was good. Um, for the first what three years, I had to <laughs> fend for myself. <laughs> so, and then you came along, and then it was I had to fend for myself and you, as well as make sure uh, that we didn't get in trouble together. True. You was the you was the baby boy, so I kind of. Pushed it off. Hey, it was him. He a month old. He was the one that broke the dishes. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, growing up, uh, we've had more good times mm -hmm. than the bad. Uh, no we doubt. survived a lot of uh, trouble. Uh, they, did, they didn't restrict us from doing anything that we needed to do. It was a good family time, good life. Um, I think I didn't take the notion about being the oldest brother until probably about the time when Tamika came along. That's mm -hmm. when I had to realize okay, I, I'm kind of in a leadership position. I'm, I'm the head of the siblings. Right. Um, I still I took it lightly still, um, but it wasn't for granted. Mm -hmm. And then Tony came along and it was like, okay, here we go. Here we go. There's, there's something different here. Um, he was but, different. <laughs> yeah, he was different. Yeah, he was actually the one that I got the experience about being sport. Tony was Tony was like the rest. Me, you, and, and Tamika. You know, I seen that, but Tony was the one that was like, okay, this is what a sport kid looks like. Definitely, <laughs> I, man. No doubt about it. I think Tony, even though Tony had. Three older siblings, man. I think he came to the. He came in like he was like he was the only child. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Like, I can do what I want when I want, and it doesn't matter. So, what have you been doing, man? The past time, man, during this pandemic, um, reading, studying, um, entertaining myself. Uh, you you know how I'm about music, so yeah. Uh, I, I listened to music. I kind of dove into uh, other g uh, genres of music. I'm a house head, I'm a gospel head. So that, that comes natural. Mm -hmm. um, staying prayed up, man. Uh, yeah. this, I just recently you know, contracted the, uh, the virus myself early November. And it's still, I'm still in the long terms of it. Right. Um, so the, not so much the past time is it. Just to get through the day, right? Find a find a find something to do that'll keep my mind at peace. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't remove what the struggle is, but right. just to keep my mind at peace. Uh, but other than that, I mean, just just uh, working when, when I was working, right, um, right. working, uh, attending to the family, uh, the grandkids. Um, we don't get to do the things that we used to do as a family. Uh, because we can't really gather as much. Mm -hmm. right, but uh, right. like I said, most of the time is reading, studying, praying. I stay, try to stay in the Word as much as I can to get through. 
Now, with you saying not being able to get together like we do as a family or with your family, with your grandchildren, how, how what type of effect has, has that had on you? Uh, it is trying. Because it, it, you have to find a way to like understand why you can't. Mm -hmm. We can't like really gather as, as we can. At the same time, it, it does remove the flesh sense of it, the fact that I want to be a part because I'm, I'm I'm a caring father, grandfather, and all of that. So um, before this, there was always it was time mm -hmm. that that made a difference. That okay, oh, I'm working, so I can't get to this little birthday party, or oh, I got this going on, so I couldn't really get to this. And so my kids are real good about trying to make ways for me to get to, and then COVID hit. Right. So then it was like it wasn't about time. It was it was more about the, the safety of everything. Mm -hmm. um, and, and the safety of everything became um, the sacrifice of everything. We have to learn to accept the sacrifices of, OK, I, I can't do this. Or if I do go, I can't spend this much time. Right. Um, yesterday, we got to celebrate um, my youngest grandson's first birthday. And it was good for me because I hadn't got to see the kids or nothing since I've been sick. Right. Mind you, previous to getting sick, I was working like a dog. Right. You know, right. so that's, that's, that's the difference in, in, in our gatherings. Before it was time. Now mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a sacrifice. Right, right. And it's a sacrifice and of time. It makes a difference. Yeah. It's a sacrifice of time. And, and you definitely, yeah. people that that do know us know how how the web and how we get down and how we always interact with one another you know that's right right we started this here back in march man and it was like you know i contracted covid 19 in march and it was like oh man this ain't it ain't it ain't right so i mean like right. the, the once a month gatherings that we would normally have as webs have not been there at all you know what i'm saying right and, and i think you know we, we we did the zoom thing earlier this year and that was cool you know what i'm saying but ain't it ain't it ain't like it ain't nothing like man being there we get that hug from your father your mother your sister your brothers your nieces and your nephews you know what i'm saying your sister, right. you know so we that you miss out on a lot and you you know you your mind starts to wonder you know this whole covid thing man is a whole different element whole different it's animal Different ball game. Yeah. Uh, like you said, you say like you say we uh sacrifice time. There's a, there's the sacrifice of touch. Tell you something. Um, I talk. I recently, me and Daddy, we always talk. Me and Daddy, me and Ma, we always talking. And a lot of times the conversations get deep. Right. Um, but Daddy said something. <clears throat> excuse me. Said something about uh, the sacrifice to touch. Mm. Like you. You take for granted being able to handshake, hug, uh, just having a conversation, showing some kind of uh, affection. Right. Uh, whether it's you put your hand on the shoulder, thing like that. We're all sacrificing it. We understand it, mm -hmm. but it's still a sacrifice. It doesn't mean that it it, it doesn't bother us. Right. It's, um, it's a difficult task when you walk into your parents' house, <clears throat> and though you greet them out of love. The, the fact that you can't touch or mm -hmm. can't hug or mm -hmm. or whatever it, it it jars the mind just a little bit but you understand right 
We have we have to understand it. So then you go on. Hey, we still having our conversations. Um, we're still talking about the things that are going on in the world. We're still talking about stuff that's on TV. And then when it's time to leave, like you have to fix your, you have to plan to not uh, contact, mm -hmm. to, to not touch. Mm -hmm. um, because nobody, mother, father, grandmother, nobody wants to be in the position to where they have to reject. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to plan it. So in 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 your in your position, you have to go. Okay, I know I can't hug and give mom a kiss. I know I can't hug and get daddy a hug and all stuff like that. Um, I know I can't hug, do my my grandkids and all stuff like that. So you have to have your mindset that you can't do that, but you also have to take in consideration that even if they don't reject, you have to make sure that they understand why you can't do it as well as they can. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All that has to be taken into consideration. Right. Like and I said, the worst thing that happened to go, oh, wait, you know, you know, and, you know, you go on about your business and they're, they're going about the business. But in the back of the mind, it's like, how did they feel about that? Yeah, absolutely. Because no one likes rejection and no one wants to feel rejected. And you got to put yourself in that mindset that, you know what? OK, I get it. It's not that you're rejecting me. It's just that this one one grasp of touch, one good grasp of feel can actually have a negative output. I put yeah. them in my life, you know, and it's, it's messed up that we that we gotta live like that, and think like that, man. But with you contract COVID nineteen, what type of was there? I, my I had different type of ailments. I had different type. Uh, couldn't breathe. Like in my chest, lethargic, lazy. You know. Um, I didn't lose my my taste and smell, and I like they have. What about you? What 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 happened with you? Um, mine was I didn't lose the taste and smell thing is already kind of livery anyway because of my accident. So the nerves they were they were kind of broken from that. So we'll talk about we'll, that. yeah we can tell that story later. But um, the the shortness of breath, um, body aches. Like it started out being like they were flu symptoms mm -hmm. until it escalated to the mm -hmm. point to where it was like, okay, I need to go get tested. Um, I think it was Halloween that I started to feel certain things, and then the Monday and that two that Tuesday it was just it was just fully full blown. Mm -hmm. um, the shortness of breath, the, the the sweat. I got, I would sweat. And get chills back to back. They were wow. right there. Um, so at work, we have to wear these jackets. And you know, I wore the jacket, the long sleeve shirt, because every once in a while we may have to go outside. Um, all of that was irrelevant. Mm -hmm. it, it, it didn't matter. You can be <clears throat> um, you can be hot one second and cold the next in the same room. Right. Um, I also experienced the. Uh, the tightness of the chest, that was the tightness of the chest, headaches. This was the weirdest thing ever. Now, when the headaches went away, my headaches were so bad that my eyelids hurt. Wow. They hurt to touch. Mm. Um, after all of the those symptoms started to wear away, I still was, <clears throat> excuse me, this is one of the things. I, I, uh, <laughs> um, I still have have the shortness of breath, um, the the coughing. Um, 
there's there's the the phlegm that comes up. There's the sinuses that drain. Um, and like so, they have medicine for all of that. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. taking a pill for sinuses for draining, which uh, attaches to the allergy because since I've had this, my sinuses have been bad and my ears have been itchy. Okay. Um, that's the 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 the, uh, the uh, a- 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 acid reflux mm-hmm. that that gets caught in between. Uh, it's not as bad as, but it's caught in between. Uh, there's a there's a pill for that. They have a pill and medicine for me for every ailment except getting rid of this uh, shortness of breath and uh, like the, there's, there's even the medicine for the cough. Um, but the shortness of breath and let me and let me tell people this. Um, I talked to my doctor. Excuse me. <laughs> so say we're talking. <laughs> so, let me put a mask on. <laughs> um, I was talking to my doctor about um, the feeling tired and feeling exhausted and things like that. Mm-hmm. And he broke it down to me like this virus is it, not a feeling of tired. It's fatigue. Right. And and, and they're different. Um, the way it's explained to me was that like the fatigue is the body um, shutting down to try to recover mm-hmm. with 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 being tired or, or being exhausted, whatever, you can sleep to recover that. You could be fatigued at two o'clock in the afternoon and your fatigue, you sitting down resting would not require you to sleep. Right. It'd be just your body shutting down. Man. And there's been times I've been I've been up at two or three o'clock in the morning because I couldn't get my body to settle. Mm-hmm. You're uneasy. Um, the other thing, hmm? uneasy, very uneasy. Uh, the other thing is that, uh, um, along with the fatigue, my issues are so far with the lungs. To say something about my lungs being scarred, at one point that there was a uh, mucus that was on the outside of my lungs. Wow. That was sponge in, and if they did, if it did sponge in, if I coughed, it'd be a dry cough. If I cough or phlegm, that means it's inside. Wow. It, it, it was a lot I learned learning with this um the high blood pressure and the fact that i had a heart issues in Mm -hmm. the past Mm -hmm. um have played a significant role even with my blood pressure medicine i have a um blood pressure machine that i use for check for daily to check my blood pressure even with my blood pressure medicine and, and eating and doing all this stuff. My blood pressure was unstable. All right. It was all over and the place. It was unstable. Yeah, it was all over the place. And it was to the point to where um, the heart couldn't figure out what to do. Mm. So my last checkup with the, the cardiologist from before, we had went to a um, six-month interval, interval of visiting. Mm-hmm. And after this has come up, I'm back to seeing him once a month wow. because I, I received, or I don't know how you say it. Um, I have an irregular heartbeat. Right. So they want to check to make sure that, that it doesn't exceed anything that has been before. Um, I've already been through the thing of like the congestive heart failure, the, right. the inflammation of the heart and, 
and all of that stuff. I've never, thank God, I haven't had to have any um, surgeries, anything like that. Um, everything that's been going on with the heart has been tied into my blood pressure. Blood pressure is starting to settle, but the body's still functioning as if the the, the virus is still attached. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll um, I won't say enlarge, it'll enhance mm-hmm. your ailments. Okay. This COVID will enhance your ailments. And that's the problem. That's the thing that it's doing. And that's why so many lives are probably being taken. And so many people are high risk, you know, because of what it's doing uh, to you internally. Now, with vaccination now that they have, how do you feel about that? Do you feel as though, are you for it or against it? Uh... I need more information. Yeah, that's good. That's a good answer. I need more information. Right. Um, I, I'm I'm not going to because you have to be careful about how you put your opinion on something that you don't know anything about. So yeah. I, I don't get into the 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 tag of what it would do or what it won't do. I don't right. get into that. Talk right. to plenty of people that are in the field that um have to take it. I talked to one person uh, today, and he said. Um, Matter of fact, he's his he's in the hospital. His department was for COVID. So now he's in the area of the like dealing with the cancer patients, mm-hmm. which COVID attacks. Oh wow. So um he said he took the, uh he got the shot. He said it was sore. He said he had a little headache. Um but after a while the headache went away. The arm is still sore from the shot. Um, he has to take it because he's in the medical field. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, that, he's that essential person. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't, um, I don't know enough about it to have an opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do understand that there could be more side effects. I understand that the that there could be hidden agendas. I understand all of that. Um, I'm not for it or against it. Okay. That's just me. That's okay. just me. That's you know, a good point. I, good point. You know, I don't. I don't. I don't want to put myself in that position to reject it. Yeah, you also have to understand the position I'm in physically. You know. You know. It it, it leaves me open. Right. Definitely. It leaves me open. Because I, 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 I wouldn't wish this on anyone, and I would never want to go through this again. No, nah, man. I've been out of work for over a month, and I, and I love my job. Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I know how you and, – and sometimes, Joe, you, you get to a point in your life, you just got to be knocked down. You know what I'm saying? And things right. happen in your life. Yep. Glad you said that. Um, the one thing I did take out of the like I said, some days are better than the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, we speak speak about my you know my, my faith is and everything like that. You know how that goes. Um, the one thing that I did gather, and this was me and God having a conversation. I just pretty much just told him. I said, "Listen, it wasn't a vacation that I planned, right? But I know you'll see me through." Mm-hmm. That you know, it, this all on him. It's not. It's not a blame blame God on it. I just okay. This this where we at. This is what we're gonna do. And I I made my confession to him. I get silly sometimes and emotional. Right. <laughs> so, I'm wrong with that. But yeah. 
but that's 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 why I am. Um, we got to take care of ourselves. Um, I had a conversation. Well, it was a post, and one of the things I said in the post was that um, everybody's pushing masks, washing hands, vaccinations, and things like that. Um, but we seem to forget about the the. Um, yeah, come on with it. <laughs> uh, we, we forget about prayer. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, we we forget about our faith. Um, we tend to tone down on um, who God is and what He can do. Right. So I understand the mask. I understand everything that they're saying. So and, and, and here's the word for people. At your job, in the building you live in, mask on, to not do it is disobedience. Mm. We have to learn how to submit to the authorities, whether we like it or not. That's right. in the Bible. So and then he'll fix that. He'll correct right. it. So just be obedient. Do what it is. Um, even in the discomfort of yourself, he'll comfort you. Right. He'll get you through it. But I also want to bring up the fact that we need to keep in mind about being healthy. Mm -hmm. um, I learned a lot. Like, learned a lot about the um, the vitamins, the the teas, the, and all that stuff that, right. that we can take. Um and I'm sure you can attest to this. At some point of the COVID in your body, none of that stuff matters. No, I don't. It, uh, it, it may sustain you to be able to get you to the point to where not heal faster, mm -hmm. but just be able to move around a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But in the thick, I, I went six days where none of that stuff benefited me at all. I just had to go. You just have to go through it. Right. And then know what you need to do was uh to to maintain a healthy lifestyle. And because now it becomes if you haven't taken this stuff before, it becomes a preventative measure. Right. And that's like preventive maintenance for anything else that may be done, whether it's your automobile, home, whatever. You know, it's a preventive maintenance yeah. even for our yeah. bodies. You know that's right. Just that's so right. and I run it because we take that those type of things for granted, you know. We yeah, take yeah. that. Oh, okay, you know what? Um, case in point, myself. You know, I I just was diagnosed with high blood pressure. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, you know what? Doctor say, well, you gotta lose weight. Okay, well, mm -hmm. I'm working on it every weekend. I start back up. Yeah, that's the problem, you know. But I can honestly say that I've been doing good, and with. Not you no, know, not drinking the pop. You know, pop was my biggest downfall. The energy, right, man. the sugar. So I'm 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 steady winging myself away from it. The 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 liquor, uh, which is very high in sodium. Right. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm not taking it all the way out. <laughs> Sometimes I come from work, man. I just need that. I gotta have that drink. It's the sip. It's, it's the still. So, but, yeah, but I'm I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm 47. Definitely need to look more, you know, into even doing exercise. And I went outside, yeah. EJ, you know, we throwing the football. Man, the next morning, man, my shoulder was on fire because <laughs> I ain't been doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's I, right. 
been doing anything with my body. So I get it, but people like, well, you know what? Some people like, oh man, well, you can run all you want to, but you can go outside and get hit by a bus. But he was, you, you got hit by a bus, but damn, you was in pretty good shape when you got hit by that bus. You understand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like we need them by the Absolutely up. right. So it's it's like you know what you can't get caught up on what other folks say. You need to get caught right. up on what's best for you, and that's, that's the problem. Right. The world right now, we we so we so high strong on what others have to say that we don't look into what we need to do for ourselves because of what oh, what what may be said about me. Hey man, this yeah. life. I don't care what nobody's. I got to that point in my life, man, and I don't even care no more. You know, what I'm saying to worry about what people say about me and how, and, you know, and it, and it had a, it had an effect on me and my personal life with my wife. You know, what I'm saying she was like, no, you know. So I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Let me, let me push that to the side. You know, what I'm saying because yeah, I got yeah. five years in, man. They've been hard years, and I'm trying. I'm going downhill now, so I want to make sure that when I'm going downhill, if something happened to me. That she'd have to take care of me because she may be like, payback punk. Now, I ain't doing that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But we is that we definitely got to take care of ourselves. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. And most I think definitely. the most important thing that you said, you said that um, you got through this to God. So, you before COVID hit, mm -hmm. that was one big thing that really tested your faith mm -hmm. and, and having to rely depend on the power of prayer and right. that when you had your accident right 2016 26 four, uh, years. four years ago I, you know i you know what's crazy um i still look at those messages from the year to date mm -hmm. on facebook and the memories i still look at those that that helps pull me through that helps right. get me through this what i'm going through right now right. but in uh 2016 it wasn't so much as a uh, a test of the faith as much as it did activate it. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe my survival was based off of, and it might have been small at the time, uh, was was based off of the faith. I think my faith sustained me. I, um, one of my favorite pastors, besides uh, Wiley, um, is <laughs> uh, Tola Morgan. And one of the things that he said in one of his revivals was that <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. That's part of this thing, y'all. I know. Uh, nobody leaves this earth without their purpose being complete. We we all have a purpose, um, and because of that, there will be people that will pass along the earth mm -hmm. and be gone. They'll be here today and tomorrow. They'll be gone, and we don't know what the purpose was of, that they have that was for them. But it may have been served if they go. So, um, November 28th, and it's, it's crazy. On that was two days, two days after we buried Bobby. Mm -hmm. So, well, it was Thanksgiving, Bobby's funeral, and then my incident. Um, to my knowledge, I thought it was 18, 20 feet in the air. Come find out later on. But I get, I'll break that down. Um, fixing a sign for the company I work for would do that. All right. And um, by fixing the sign, the sign that came out the wall, so I got the electricals and everything back intact. I got it back into the wall, got that everything together. In measuring this of the part of the sign that was damaged, I got the measurement for that. Stuck the 
tape measure in my pocket and started to go down. Now, mind you, the same ladder that I fell from, I've been 68 feet there. Wow. 68 feet with, with, with tools and a bucket on my arm going up because I had to fix something on the roof. But this one, in the process of stepping, going down, um, I looked down on the ground, looked down toward the ground to make sure, you know, just typical ladder stuff. And it felt like I was dizzy. Like, it was like I was dizzy. So I kind of shook it off and I happened to look up and notice that the ladder was coming off the wall. Mm. So it was almost like, it was like perpendicular from the wall. And uh, I pushed it back. In the process of me pushing it back, when I pushed it back, it skipped. There was these locks. Make sure I got my, my left and right's right. Right. <laughs> these locks that were attached. <laughs> And uh, one of them sheared, so it made the it made the ladder flex in. Mm. Um, as far as I knew, it was just sliding down. So um, I didn't know that when it skipped, that it was in the air. I grabbed the, the ladder from the top rung that I had, pushed it back to the wall. It hit the wall and then broke through the sign and sent me down this way while I was on top of it. Mm. Nothing. There was absolutely nothing I could, could do. Um, um, I landed. Um, it put my body in the scorpion mode and threw my threw my legs back into the ladder. Um, I didn't. Well, of course, I was there, but there was a lady who was on her phone. Um, she came through, told the people at the, the store I was working for that she saw the ladder when it moved. She said, "If y'all need any information, let me know about it." She said. Because his ladder was airborne. That's why it broke through the sign. So the sign, when I broke through the sign that I fixed, um, landed, um, I was out. I don't know how long I was out. Um, but I do know that I bust my, you want me to get the details of what I did? Sure. Yes, absolutely. I want, I want okay. to so what I went through so therefore they know, you know what I'm saying, there's a reason in why your faith is so strong. Right. Um, the ladder landed. The my face hit the one of the ladder rungs. Um, I remember before it <clears throat> before it hit, there was a lady walking. She must she must be walking past, and I heard her yell. She's kind of like went up, oh, and I landed. Mm -hmm. I didn't hear nothing else after that. I felt my skull crack, and I passed out. And so I broke, this is the right side. <laughs> mm -hmm. I broke the right side of my face. I fractured my skull in four places. I had brain trauma, brain bleed internal. Um, my knees were broken. I broke my left hip, my right, my left elbow. Um, we come to find out later on um, from impact that I had actually cracked my sternum and had uh, lacerated my intestine, but we didn't find that out to I think it was like two years later when I had to go to the hospital for my uh, the blockage. And they said that I had ileus, which means that you had a scar or a cut in your intestine that formed a tissue or formed scar tissue. And they asked me, they said, well, had you had surgery? I'm like, no, but, but that's what that was from. Wow. Um, when I finally came to, um, my face had clotted to the ladder from the blood because I... I I bust this here. Wow. And um I 
got it off, got got to the loose. A guy was there. I told him, I said, get a rag. That's all I remember saying. I was like, get a rag. And he brought this brown tissue. And I was like, no, don't put the brown tissue back because the brown tissue would stick in the cut. Right. So I went to, I was trying to stand up. And I noticed that, like, my legs were not, they're not participating. But I didn't feel any pain. I knew my head was busted. I knew everything was going on my face. Um, so I ended up rolling off the ladder. And when I rolled off the ladder, there we go. My knees stayed like this. Oh, stay locked up. And in the process, yeah, they stay locked up. So in the process of me trying to straighten them out, that's when I realized that they wouldn't move. Um, but then I seen... That's detail. They didn't cut through my pants or through my skin, but I could see where they were broken mm. um, places through the form of my jeans, which let me know that I couldn't move. And that's when all the pain started to happen. Anything, because the ground was cold, anything that had blood flowing through it, ached. I mean, my finger, my fingertips, they were, they, they were red because I was holding onto the ladder. But everything ate to the point to where my fingertips started to numb. And my this was my prayer. I said, listen, Lord, I know I ain't got everything in order. And, and, and whatever you so choose, I'll never forget it. You let your will be done. But I can't take this pain. Mm. I can't take this pain like this. I, I, I need you to either strengthen me or call me on. Because mm. I, I can't do this. Man, that's... Uh, ambulance came. Huh? Man, that's... that's uh. Boy, that's some man. Go ahead, keep talking, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you that. I remember, I remember, um, final details up all the way up to the point to where, um, when the ambulance came, they put me on the board. They strapped my head down. They, you know, they, they, they need to strap me down, and they put these straps around my legs to attach to the uh, the board to keep my legs from moving. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh my goodness. I said, Lord, did you hear me? Did you see what they do? <laughs> did, did you see what they do? You see they moving me around? They got me up on the on the uh, into the ambulance. Um I remember the guy cutting my pants mm -hmm. and uh, he stretched him out. He said, Listen, I need to take we're gonna take your shoes and socks and stuff off. Ah uh, man, y'all didn't touch my knees. I ain't going through all that. They gave you doctors looking for a uh, place to put IVs and everything. And I don't. I'm cool. Let's just this is where we need to go. He said, "I'm gonna give you some shots in your legs. They're gonna numb them." I said, "Okay." So he did the shots in both both knees and over oh, well, both legs. And then he cut my pants, untied my shoes. And as he was taking the shoe and the sock off, he was able to let the legs fall down. Like they were able to stretch out. Um, I could still see the bone. I'll never forget that. Still see the bone. Uh, once he got that done, that shot lasted every bit of five, ten minutes. Five minutes. And I started to feel the pain again. Mind you, we're in River Oaks. River Oaks Hospital, when they called them, they said they couldn't take it because they couldn't take trauma. Right. Um, so we left River Oaks, went all the way over to Christ. 
Christ. In Oklahoma. And uh, great hospital. I don't know about everybody else. They were excellent to me. Um, That's what Bubba had his heart surgery. That's what Bubba had his heart surgery at. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Um, the guy said, he said, I'm turning in. You're going to hit a bump. Hit the bump. I remember nothing else. Mm. Only thing I remember saying, them saying that we had to revive him. And they brought me to the room. I remember my boss, the big boss was there. Um, I think they had them were on their way. Um, I was in and out. Not, had no clue what my face looked like. None of that. Um, I think you've seen the picture yeah. that uh, that was taken. That was some hours after the accident. Like the swelling started to go down. Um, in the process of them getting me situated, they did what they did the diagnosis, looked all over me, found out what was what. They did a, a head scan. They were getting ready to do knee surgery. The neurologist came in and said, Nope, I'm trumping it. I need to get to his brain. So they did the brain surgery uh, one day and they, they didn't have to cut into my head, they, uh, but I had these sore points. There was one here, and then there was two that were here. Mm -hmm. And so they went in through where the cut was that was in my eyebrow. They did what they needed to do for that. Um, and then they I guess it was laser. And then they stitched this back up, and I, I was fine. But I was told, the nurse told me, that was, that was told, it was told to me that um, that I wouldn't walk the same or I always have to have a walk and I would always have to have somebody with me to take care of me um, mm. because of my confidence that may not be the same. So mm. uh, we made it through all of the surgeries and everything. Uh, let me say this. Um, they put me, they induced me into, they put me into a coma to keep from having any type of brain activity um, or anything like that. And my doctor name was Dr. Thomas. Great. Great. Great woman, first off, great woman of faith. That's for one. Um, you know, a lot of these hospitals they don't promote or participate in a lot of the religious things or things of faith. So, um, when they prayed, she was there, and so she came in. She said, Look, they, they told me that um, you won't be the same. Um, I have my knee surgery on that Thursday. That Friday, she came in, she grabbed my feet, and she put them on the floor, and she said, what are these for? What What are you supposed to do with these? Now, was like, I, you know, I had, had brain surgery. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, by that time, I, I was thinking about the pain that was going to be coming because she playing around. Right. But it didn't happen. That, it didn't happen that way. Just, just you know, God favor said, okay, we're gonna get this figured out. She, I know, I know what I have her doing for you. So she <clears throat> kept asking. We were there for it had to be about a good forty five minutes before I realized I was like. My feet to the floor. She said, what you supposed to do? I said, wow. She's okay. She put my feet back in the bed. They took me under, and then they upped my morphine. I slept great. I bet. Um, <laughs> she came back in the next day. She discussed the whole thing about my um, the neurology and everything of, of my head. She said, they got you pegged. Your, your, your cognitive state won't be the same. There's some things you got, some tests you got to take. To make sure to see how you're gonna be, otherwise you're gonna always have somebody with you. And <clears throat> um, you'll probably be on a walk walk game for the rest of your life. Whatever. 
took me out that room, put me in a VIP suite. <laughs> oh yeah, that might be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was my when they put me in there, she put me in a position to where, okay, we're gonna help you walk. This was three days after my knee surgery. And I was like, eh, okay, fine. I stood up, but I had been in the bed for a week. Now, when they went to stand me up, I passed out. Mm -hmm. Because blood had the blood rushing or something that said it didn't work. So they came back the next day. She fed me. She talked to me. She um, <clears throat> she uh, kind of coached me into doing this walk. So we got on the walker. It was a lot of pain. Um, they put they had these braces on my knees to help stabilize me. They had pins from on the side of um, magic. The knee surgery left me with 34 staples, right. 17 in each one. No, <laughs> 17 in each one. I broke the right knee, I broke in two places, the left knee, I broke in four places. But the one when they went to try to put the the hardware in, it shattered. So that, of course they had to clean that out. So they had to re reconfigure um, my muscle, the quad muscle, to the tendon in order for it to work as if there was something there. So now we go into this walk. They took me into it. Um, they let me walk around the room with the walker. It was fine. And uh, she said, you want to take the walk into the hallway? I'm like, sure. We took the walk into the hallway. So they started asking questions like, you know, what do you do? They asked my family, um, hobbies, things of that matter. And it was the drag racing kids and dancing that brought the life, that kind of like distracted me from anything that was going on. And before we knew it, when I came back to the room, I had walked 180 feet. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Dr. Thomas, she came in. She said, I looked at your um, results. She said, you walked 180 feet. I was like, yeah. She said, See, we, we are already on the road to recovery. She said, after a while, you ain't going to need this walk. And she left back out. Uh, funny story is the last time I saw her was my first time needing to use the washroom. Mm -hmm. Let me explain something to you. Be respectful of your and understanding <laughs> to the nurses that have to take care of you right. when you have to use that little student thing. Mm -hmm. Gotta respect the people. Um, I made quite the mess because I had a it might be too much, but I had a uh, movement. <laughs> mm -hmm. I had a movement that um was set for me to have, but it was unexpected because nobody was around. Right, and I was trying to get to where I needed to get to <laughs> in the position I was in. And when they came, when they finally came in the room, even though I was trying to call the nurse, I couldn't reach the thing or something. When they finally came back into the room, I had been halfway off the bed with my legs stretched out <laughs> with the pan underneath me. And that's when they, uh, she was like, "What are you trying to do?" I said, I, "My stomach." She said, "Okay." And so they helped me get situated with that. They took care of me. When I tell you about respecting these people that take care of you, I was 46, just celebrating my 46th birthday, and had to have grown women clean. Mm. 
be respectful of them people. You never know when you have to that that could be you. Right. Absolutely. Um so we got from we went started going through the therapy. Um they helped me out with the therapy. Um with strengthening, not so much as walking, but trying to get the strengthening going on. Because like I said, they had to reconfigure the the uh, muscle to, to the left leg. Um, we got out of that. Um, I'm kind of fast forward a little bit. And then they put me into a rehab center. Um, it's a senior citizen place, but it was the rehab center that was close well, to the you house. 40, you was on 45, so. What? <laughs> but uh, uh, that was where I got the uh, like initial therapy for walking, um, being able to, I just got ready to start bending the knee um, mm. that took the steps out. So that, that was the hardest part of that thing, trying to learn how to flex my knee. Um, it sent me home. Actually, I ended up situated where I had to stay with Dad in there. Um, they were great. Great, great in, in my recovery and my rehab and everything. Um, as far as like my traveling, um, my needs to move around, uh, being understanding, because right. it was quite testing and patient. It was testing to them. It was. Mm -hmm. It was. Um, but along the way, like throughout, I had to do um, therapy through Athletico. Um, they restricted my license. That was another thing um, because they didn't want me driving at all. Uh huh. So. Um, and I didn't know that they were able to do that, but some kind of way between the insurance and the um, workers come. <clears throat> That's what happened. Got my license back. Everything's good. Um, but yet, uh, therapy, I, th therapy was good. I had a great um, coaching counselor and that therapist. Yeah. That, uh, that I started out with uh, Justin Payette. Excellent man. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Um another man of faith. He didn't he didn't um public side it, but from his conversation from our conversation, um, you can tell. It, it was there. Right. Um and then and then God moved him on, sent him on this way, and they gave me another another lady. She was brutal, but it was with it was with purpose. Um, mm -hmm. she was the one that helped me. Um to get my leg to bend um, where my foot had to touch the back of my butt on, on while I'm laying on the table. I ain't no and that, is, mm -hmm. that, yeah, the when, when you can't bend your leg at all, and then she mm -hmm. says, do this, mm -hmm. it was terrible. That, I, I, just, I felt like everything was going to explode. Right. But it worked out. Um, she was so good to the point to where, where did we go? Somebody had a racing event. And I was so gone go on going because I was ready to drive. I was ready to just get out the city. Um, that I left my cane at therapy. And when I came back to for therapy the next the next week, she said, Well, you don't need this anymore. You keep it and put it in the trunk of your car. I said, Well, no, she said, No, you've already proven that you don't need it because you left without it. Hmm. And so that was from that point on, um, I didn't use the cane. Everything else was about strengthening um, the core, the body, um, losing weight, 
learning how to walk up and down stairs. I had to learn how to walk all over again. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, it, it was it was brutal, but the whole time all this was going on, I never stopped my faith. Right. Never it was, stopped my faith. It was tested. Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't. Um, that was the the prayers of the family, uh, prayers of the church, um, even some of the hospital staff, because there was so much that was activated with. Like people that came to visit me all had some type of faith. Mm -hmm. um, whether I knew that they were there or not, some kind of way, well, they made it through and prayed me, prayed over me while I sleep. So, so that um, God is a healer. You got to watch what you ask for. I asked God previous to that, I said, Lord, help me to be closer to you and use me. And he turned me into a miracle. Hmm. He brought he put people in position that he knew can get a prayer through. Um he brought people to um he brought me let's say that he brought me to many people lives who just they well we don't do no God like that. You know? and then to hear the story and to go. So you trust God like that? Yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. It was a prayer falling down. Hmm. You know, it was prayer going down. Lord, help. And then we got to the point where it was Lord, heal. And then he showed me a lot. He, it, 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 he provided me um, with a great sense of courage. Mm. To just let him do what he's gonna do, no matter no matter how bad it felt to me, right? It was good for me. Mm. So I, I encourage people. Um, we tend to have a lot of people that uh, kind of shy away from um, a public praise, right? But you'll be amazed at how often you say thank you, Lord, thank God, or or thank you, Jesus. In the grocery store, in a barber shop, in your house, in the medicine cabinet, just because. Because he pulling um, you. Because he pulling you through. Yeah. He pulling you through. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying I've seen um many things happen um throughout throughout life, especially through um this. I still have some issues. Mm -hmm. um, with, with the knees, but we make it. There's still some some um, memory issues, but it, a, a simple thing of me not being able to find my keys. And if there's no faith, if you react off emotions or flesh, you'll tear your whole house up, not even realizing that the keys was in your pocket. Oh, man. <laughs> so I got to the point to where, um, especially because of high blood pressure and heart, things like that, right. to not take everything so literal. Right. Um, not to take everything to a, to not make everything a, a stress. Mm -hmm. um, just if if I could get a found, thank God, and be on by my business, it's authentic. 
Mm-hmm. It ain't just because. And just just because you ain't saying it just because it's a word that people use and no, hey. to them. Yeah, I'm talking about like mm-hmm. like. Thank you, Jesus. Wipe a wipe a brow and then right. go ahead and get started. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh-huh. I know now that with COVID that's going on, and I know you um, <clears throat> before you was going to church and singing. How has that <laughs> affected <laughs> affected you? Because we didn't been your matter. Of fact, we actually we came to service. We surprised you. The crew came yeah. to surprise you one Sunday. Yeah. And while we in church, and um, I don't know if you have you sung that weekend or not or whatever. I think you probably did. No, nah, I didn't. I was I was in the in the, uh, in the congregation because remember I couldn't. I I was on the walking in. Yeah, yeah, because one of the members of your church was like, "Come here, come here." She, she must think I'm joking because I sure ain't coming to her. I don't even know what she is. Oh, wait, that was the revival. That was a revival. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> when she right. said, um, when because I was it was me and Tamika, uh-huh. and then you feel you and Phil came. I don't right. think I don't know if Tony came, but y'all was sitting behind. So you had you were walking, they saw you when you came in, yeah, and seeing where they followed you all the way around, not knowing that I was there already. So then I sat down, we were sitting down, and y'all walked up, we went to stand to hug, and that's when <laughs> they was like, What you doing? Come here, come on, come on. And you was like, no, not me. Right. And then I turned around. And she said, "She said, huh? That's too much. That's too much. That, that's too much." <laughs> yeah, we didn't on both ends. Right. But the time job came, yeah, yeah, I surprised me at the yeah, surprised you, and and it was it was definitely a good time. Definitely a good time. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah, we had a ball, man. And y'all came to eight o'clock service. I have show did man. We got up at the bed. Oh, man, after doing the man, at the door of, right. didn't get that night. I didn't get yeah. that night before. And we came on yeah. out there. And all I remember was Chris saying, All right, man, it's time for me to go, y'all. Cause I, <laughs> I didn't been too long before I said cuss word. Let's get ready to go. So your 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 story, your your life pretty much has been one big testament. You know, in a lot of parts of your, of your years of life has been one big testament, man, and your faith has gotten you through all of it. Even what you're going through right now, your faith is getting you through this. Mm-hmm. And family. Mm-hmm. Family is very uh, It's a... Uh, uh, you know what? Hold on. Before we... I want to get back real quick about the uh, sister's COVID thing. Um, not being able to go to church, not being able to sing in the choir, yeah. all this stuff like that. The 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 after I changed my shift, um, because I was on days and I was only able to catch the service during the uh, live or whatever. And so the COVID hit, and there was the rumors around that like the churches may be closed and everything like that. And I was like, no, not wild. He ain't doing that. He ain't going. We we gonna we gonna rock a We gonna stand strong. The very first Sunday, it was the first Sunday that the men was supposed to sing. That very first Sunday that I was supposed to return to church mm-hmm. while it closed the doors. Wow. And I haven't been to uh, our church since. It'll, it'll be a year coming up, you know, before we realize it. Right. That all this happened. 
Um, I did get to attend uh, my godbrother's church um, for some services. They were spread out. It was social distance, uh, minimum of people. But uh, I did get to get that service, but it's not the same as my home church. You know, right, but the right. word is what the word is. The right, word right. is what the word is. But yeah, life has been, um, my life has been a testimony. Um, uh, I ain't going to be on this subject long, but um, I ain't always been this way. Mm. I, I ain't always been, um, I've always been confident in God, but I've also, I've always trusted me. Um, and on often occasion, not just many, often occasion i have failed hmm. and failed miserably you thought you can do it without yeah. oh yeah it? yeah you know i thought i you know i was it's <laughs> gonna be weird um i was paying ties with hustle money yep we'll let's send my reports no more no comment <laughs> i thought i was doing something big yeah. <laughs> I thought I was doing something wrong, and, right. and and God was not pleased with that. He was not pleased with that. So yeah, my my life has been a, a testament. Um, that that's why my faith is where it is. That's why every morning I get up and um send out three hundred text messages to group you know, to our group. Um, um, that's why I get up and do my Facebook inspiration and things of that matter. Um. Just because of where I am spiritually does not eliminate me from fun. And what's so crazy? I still about like to practice. What's so crazy about you say that, right? You sending out those messages, you putting up your posts and everything like that. You'd be amazed at how many people that you did not know were just as spiritual as you are. When you find out, like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, go all right. It's okay to talk about it. So <laughs> to let everybody know that I got faith. I gotta I always call myself whip. I'm a work in progress still. You know what I'm saying? So right. people right. need to know that they can put their trust in. You ain't it's like it's like it's not like you hiding something. Well, you are hiding something, but the more you let out, the better it is for yourself. That's my that's my own right. and, and, and and, but and the thing is, like the verse say, we all fall short. It's not y'all. I, I I don't never put out. Um, I don't never encourage. I don't never or discourage. Um, talk down or, or anything of that matter because of my spiritual spiritual self spirituality. Right. Right. <laughs> that I have the nerve to talk down to anybody else. The Bible says we all fall short. All right. of us. All, all of us. I'm, I ain't, ain't none of us perfect. Bitch. Um, I've heard the the the, the deep side of what people want to be. You know, strive for perfection. Uh, perfection doesn't get you to heaven, but righteousness will. Well, oh, boy, you said so, a mouthful. So, huh? You said a mouthful, right? Th there. Th that's just why I am. That's just where I am with, with, with that. If, if, um, I, I can't, I can strive for, but I need to be righteous. I, I, you know, that's just, that's just me. 
I, I ain't here for. I don't debate about the word of God. I can't put nothing right. in it, take nothing right. out of it, except for what He gives me to take out of it. Um, but I haven't always been this way. I was quite, quite weak. I, I was that. I was that person that, if people really found out what was going on, they go, "That's not. That's not no way." Mm-hmm. Yeah, sad like that. He, mm-hmm. Did you see a group of people he was hanging with? Mm-hmm. He ain't got no gun, dude. No, he ain't got no gun. Hey, man. Everybody, everybody got a pass, man. You know everybody got a pass. Everybody got a pass. No matter if it's a good or a bad one, everybody got a pass. Yeah. And and, and when God wants you, he'll shut you down. Sure he'll will. shut you down. Sure will. He will shut you down. He did it, he did it with David. Uh, he, and he used him. Yeah. He was still like, I'm the king. I can get that, do this, and do that. And then when it when, when it came down to the bottom of it, he's like, Lord, let's clean my heart. Huh? I'm ready to do what you say. Huh? You know. Um, what do you miss? I, we, 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 what do, what the, do you miss the most, the most about, about this whole year? Oh, man. I can't shake my tail feather. Can't shake the tail feather. <laughs> when they say you couldn't walk, you turned you 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 turned you turned them. You told them, "Say I'm gonna be able to walk again." They said yeah. you're gonna be able to dance. Boy, God, dog, you still can dance. Man, listen, and you know the first time I danced. When was that? At, at uh, was it um, what you call the wedding? Um. Papa Lou. Papa Lou Wedding. Yep. And even then, uh, Phil and Vanessa and, and everybody was like, wait, don't turn. Wait, be still. Wait. Okay, you want to say that? You want some water? <laughs> Y'all, let me do this real quick. <laughs> <laughs> if I am mistaken, I think that's the first time I started calling you. <laughs> I think that's the first time I started, what? started calling you Reverend Dingling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god. Yeah, you were... Hey man. On look. the mic on the mic. On the mic. We were like, wait, I'm what pastor? Well, right, yes, sir. <laughs> I tell her I was like, hey, you used to be extra. He's a born again Christian. Now they call him Reverend Dick. Well, you said, hey, you hey, you you called me that at the uh we went to uh our cousins out of Indiana, they little birthday party get together yeah. like that. Uh, with Blondell and them. Yeah, yeah. And you, I, I, I found the video and then I lost it. Oh, we dancing. Yeah, you said like, that's my brother there. That's my brother right there, Rev Dangley. And everybody's like, <laughs> 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 oh man, dude. Hey, we had some good times coming up, man. And we got we got yes, more, man. Plenty yes, more. Got plenty more, man. Definitely. Plenty more, man. Yeah, I want if, they, if they can't do nothing, listen. We, I'm on with. We you. enjoy laughter. Yes, sir, man. We, we enjoy laughter. A good time, man. We we've had plenty of uh, crying times, and, and yeah. as a family, just right. general conversation. Uh, but when we get together, man, and I sit as an angel. And you and Tamika and, and Sean are, you know, crazy. Because I'm an angel. 
No, you ain't no Evan. Yeah, nah, yeah man. people don't let this man fool y'all. He he got he he, he full of jokes too. He full no, of I'm talking about my halos. No, nah, ain't it's in this you got one on your what what they say you got the right and left shoulder you got the devil on the one shoulder and the, and the, and, the, and the angel on the other shoulder angel. Yeah. man listen <laughs> it was definitely always a good time man and people the, kudos to mom dad you know what I'm saying yeah raising us the way that they raised yeah. us and that's what's wrong with the world now these children are not being raised. And not a, a double parent home, but not being raised with love. You know, we right, were raised right, with love. Right. We were raised with love. Yeah. No matter what, I mean, me and my father, we wasn't the best best of friends getting or growing up. When I was younger. <laughs> Lord knows we didn't have our fights. But I tell yeah, them all, plenty of holes in the world, everything. Tell them all the time, man. Thank you, Daddy. You know what I'm saying? Because right, without yes, sir. yeah. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be possible, and then too for them to put the spiritual sense in us. Now, ain't my mom and they played when it came to that. Both of them, neither one no. of them played. When it came to neither one of them. I'm going to church and all that stuff and singing in the choir. I was I was a singer, and then I stopped because I played basketball and got away from it. Right, right. Joe took on that, and I'm telling you, man, this boy here got a voice. Boy got a voice, and kind of part of the reason why I started doing the things that I want to do, as far as with the old school music, because there's still a lot of artists that are in their thirties and forties that are still trying to make it, and there's no stream for them. There's no stream for them at right, all. That's right. A lot of the stream has went to the newer folk, and they feel as though they're yeah. I want to hear R and B ballads and stuff like that. No more stuff like that. So, I mean. I, that's why I made it, made it what I made. You know what I'm saying? 80.1, W-E-B-B, shameless plug, whatever right now. But that's... that's uh, man, please, you know how we do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for people like yourself. That eventually, somebody going to hear you sing, dude. Whether it may, and it may, be, it may be on the gospel side, or whatever the case may be, because everybody know when you sing that one song, what's that one song you sing, boy? It's a whole bunch of now. What song is that? Oh, it's the one that everybody get choked up off of. Uh, what is it? Uh, man, I can't think. Uh, of. Midnight cry. Midnight cry. Yes, sir. Yeah. When you yeah. say midnight cry, it's a whole nother animal. It's a whole nother element. He take it there. He take you there. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't never cry, <laughs> he gonna make you cry with that. <laughs> and I know that's something that kind of haven't gotten away from too because of COVID and 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 church. <laughs> I mean, but boy, still concerned, man. Oh uh, yeah, I, I'll be in my lower range right now. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm right before the cough and deep breaths. Right. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna come back to you. You're gonna be doing it. Like I said, just keep on staying with it, bro. Keep on staying right. with it. Right. You All keep right. doing what you're doing. House. It was the home of the Dusties. The home of the Dusties. You know what I'm saying? The home yes, sir. of the Dusties. <laughs> And you just keep on supporting. Yeah, I, I, I sing as much as I can on everything you playing. Yes, sir. I appreciate <laughs> it, bro. Definitely, man. I, you know, I got a, I got a good support system behind me with my wife and my children, and definitely my family. If, yeah. if I don't, if nobody else listen to me, I know y'all gonna listen to me. You know what I'm saying? And my close friends. Oh I, yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and I, I definitely appreciate yeah. you today uh coming on out and 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 putting this segment together because I know I had some questions but it was like you know 
I just want you to talk about what it, what, how is, how was it that you were able to get through the stuff that you got through? We talked, we, we didn't talk about the other part about as far as with the depression, you know what I'm saying? That you, that you went through, you went through a stage of that also too. And I know that, that yeah. your face, your face was <clears throat> on that and he pulled you out of that. Oh yeah. 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 That was that. Now that, like I said, I mean, I know this is your time and everything, but that was, that was something different because that went, um, that went from medical, that went from spiritual to medical, um, to the point where I was on medication and not even realize what was all going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest part that I remember about the, the initial led, well, the initial, initial led me to being in the hospital and finding out that I was going through depression was that once they put me on this medicine, my son went on prom. I had no clue. Wow. And I was in pictures. I, I knew nothing. About, I, I remember he was supposed to go on prom. Um, because of, you know, how I was feeling. I didn't perk up until I took this medicine and then went over to the house to help him. He was like already dressed. So I missed all of that with my son. Right. Um, and so when I look back on it, it was, it was a difficult time to like look back on and see what's going on. Matter of fact, we, after we left them, we went to the track. That's when they had the streetcar chaos. And I remember we went and then y'all had to fire. I was in the stands. Cause I almost couldn't relate to like what was all going on. Right. I, I like drag racing, but I can't deal with all this fun. What's all this about? Mm-hmm. So um, but that's why I made it my business. But when my son got married, now there's a picture of us where I was fixing this corsage or this tie, something like that. I made I, that from that point on, I made sure that uh, my faith that I can interact and act with my children and my grandchildren. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blessed man with that. Right. I'm a blessed man. I have the greatest and most patient kids ever. Cause they seen a lot. Right. They've been through a lot. And, and so they never turned their head on. And I thank God for that. It Amen. wasn't, I didn't have to fight to get their love. It was right. still there. Absolutely. You know, so I'm grateful for that. Definitely, man. I'm so glad you came on, bro. Was able to get you on, man. This is going to be my final podcast for the year. Next year, I'm coming out swinging, Please. man. I'm coming out swinging, man. Off the bat, man. I got some coming people. Out swing. Yes, sir. I got some heavy hit. I got some nice little heavy hitters coming on to the scene, too. You know what I mean? So I've just been putting right. away. You know what I'm saying? But I'm coming out firing on all of all, all cylinders next year. And if everything go all right, we're going to have Casper out next year. Definitely going to bring Casper back to the forefront. Okay. We got some, we got some people we need okay. to take care of, man. There's <laughs> <laughs> the people we need to take care of. It's, it's time for it. It's time for Bro Brother Christmas been sitting in the listen. Let me tell you something about this, the, the broke brother race team. We ain't never, never been um, short on the drag racing team. We ain't never been short on that. Right. Our, bro, our racing team, years back, have accomplished a lot more than what people are doing now. True I got that. 27 trophies to prove it. True that? True that? Just some racing. It was, it was quite long. So now y'all got, y'all, they got this, uh, no time racing and everything like that. 
Road Brothers Racing, we might not be able to jump in and with all these like super fast guys and all that. But I do know that if somebody get outside of their body, we got people we can call. We got people we can call. We got people yes, sir. But I tell you what, though, you put a dial in on that window, and we'll knock your head off too. <laughs> put that dial in on that window. You know what I'm saying? We're racing street cars. We uh -oh. got we, we were notorious, man. We're, we're racing street cars and rental cars, man. Bracket racing, man. <laughs> man. Oh, man. We get dialed in and get that reaction sound. Hey, let them know we 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 gonna be back. I don't care what we have. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be back to it, yeah, and, and and we're supportive. We are very supportive of uh, people in their events and their um um their racing activities and, and, and their programs. Um, just to let them know, um, Cots Shot Town Showdown, the big world, and everything. We do, we get the live feed and everything like that. Hey, we're a team. People, it's not because we're looking for anything back. It's just that we got the love for drag and our upbringing helps us to be supportive in the things that we. Being said, I like to thank all of those the racing programs, people that had the racing programs. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. Then we lost him. He didn't pay that phone bill. All right, we're back. You yeah, see yeah, you, yeah, I see. Okay, okay, I gonna be long. Um, to those to the, the racing programs, the racing events, the promoters, um, and just our drag racing friends and and families and and folk people that we, that that's taking us in, mm -hmm. um, in the drag racing world. We appreciate you trusting us. Definitely. No doubt about it. We appreciate you trusting us. Um, we appreciate you giving us uh, the opportunity to be a part of the program, uh, participate in the program, and even having to say so. Um, we appreciate that. Um, from the Robo the Racing Team, from the Webb family, from, from all of that, we thank you all. We are blessed to be able to have uh, such a supportive system that we can support. Good supporting good people is what that is. That's what that is. Hey, man. Appreciate you, boy. Appreciate you, appreciate boy. You, man. No doubt, man. We'll talk on, uh, we talk tomorrow, early in the morning. Yes, you already know. <laughs> All right, man. Love you, boy. I right, love you, too. Peace out, y'all. Let me get my left and right together. There they go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, this is going to conclude our night, man. I hopefully, hopefully my brother was able to touch some people that need to be touched, man, and let you know that trust in your faith. You know what I'm saying? Be a firm believer in your faith, man, and he's going to get you through it. I talked to y'all well, man. Y'all know what it is, man. One Love Mike Entertainment, where happiness is love podcast. I am MC One Love, and I'm out.